Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act on that. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the Capitol, giving them all dress like a million bucks, bucks. Things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be? But Steve Harvey. Oh yeah.
Listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yep, trying to make it work too. I'm not trying. I'm 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 getting it. I'm getting it done. To the best of my abilities. Now something funny my father taught me. He said, son, when you've done all you can do, if you've done your absolute best, and you look up and it didn't get the job done, take a deep breath and do some more. <laughs> that used to bug me, man, when my father used to tell me, that. he said, son, when you've done your absolute best and you think you can't do no more, you've done all you can, and it still don't get the job done, take yourself a deep breath and do some more. And you know what? I found that has worked every single time, every single time, because what my father knew was that what you think is your breaking point or what you think is your all in all, he says, son, it's just something about it, man. If you just gather yourself, you got a little bit more. Everybody got some more. And, I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, it has worked. It has helped me greatly. And, um, you know, it. everybody does have some more. You know, I tell that to my sons all the time. I did my best. Well, let me ask you something else. Could you have done anything else? Could you have studied a little harder? Could you have shown up a little bit earlier? Could you stayed a little bit later? Yeah. Well, then, okay, that's what you should have done then. See, there's always a way. But if you're going to create excuses, if you're going to make them up all the time about why you don't get it done, I have a very, very sad uh, 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 statement for you right now. You're never going to get anything done. You're never going to get to the top. Not to the top. You can get halfway up. Now, you can get a third of the way up. You can get three quarters of the way up. But if you don't have that little extra reserve in you, you're not getting to the top. The top is only reserved for those that have the wherewithal and the power, the desire, the drive, and the gut-wrenching effort to get to the top. The top is reserved only for the top. It's just the top. There ain't but one top. In the middle, done, ain't it? You know, the top, the top of the mountain. Halfway, it's a different view at the top. Things look different from up top. So if you want to get to the top of whatever, your profession, your field, your career, whatever it is, you got to do extra. You have to do more. More is expected of you. More, but here's what's really crazy. More is required of you. Don't live your life in a lackadaisical state. 
Don't wake up every day with the feeling of, uh, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. No, man, have a say-so in your life. You, first of all, let me ask you something. Who has God? Name the person that that God has given authority over you. Name the person. But who is the person? Nobody has domain over you. God didn't create that person. So what you sitting here for, man? What are you sitting here for? Letting people who do not know direct your path. Why are you worried about all these people with what they got to say about you and all these people with what they got to think about you when here's the news flash? They don't know either. All these people that you overly concerned about, all these people that you go into these answers for, they need answers too. Stop. What are you doing here? Gather yourself for a minute. Here is a solution to all of that. You have one source that will be there for you to the end of time, and that is your relationship with God. That is the one thing that's solid and for sure. He's behind the wall. He's in your jail cell. He rides with you in the police car. He's with you on your job up at the school. He's down there in the board meetings with you. He goes with you when you travel on planes. He sits with you when you're in a relationship. He helps you with your parenting skills. He helps you. He's there to assist you. He show If you do the right things, he show you and guide you to your next job. When you lose your job and you think it's a wrap, all, there's some good behind it, man. God is always working on your behalf to those that believe. You just got to believe. He don't ask you for nothing else. Believe in me. That's all he asks you to do. What you tripping for, man? And then when you make the decision to believe in him and it comes out your mouth from time to time somewhere, what you worried about what people say? What you worried about what they think for? Why? Who are they? They need God, too. You 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 telling them you found something new that you going to give this a shot right here. Now, they got some yin yin yang and some yakety yak to say about that when they need God, too. That's what amazes me, man, about people. Sit up in here, man, be knocking your dream and stuff. Look, if you're an atheist, man, do your thing. Do your thing. But you can't create no laws where I can't do mine. That don't make no sense, man. That makes no sense at all to me. You have the right to go be whatever you want to be. You know, if you don't you don't like the fact that I'm in school, got my head bowed down, and I'm saying a prayer before I take this test, just don't bow your head, don't you pray. But if some kids want to get together, that, that's some crazy mess. That's what happened in our schools. We took prayer out of schools. Now look at our schools. You send your child to school, and, and, and someone else comes back home. That's a whole other thing right here. That, that, that's not what I want to talk to you about. But I was just throwing it out because, you know, Hey, man, your relationship with God is essential to your success as a person. It's essential to your existence. It's essential to where you're trying to go and what you're trying to be because he made you. Why would you not talk to the person that made you to find out what he created you for? I ain't talking about your parents. Who made your parents? This is God. We created in his image. Why would you not talk to your maker to see why you got made? That, 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 don't, that don't make sense to you? If you're sitting and gotten yourself in a situation, you sitting in a jail cell somewhere, you locked up, you doing some time, man, be a good time for you to reflect. 
But whatever your situation is, man, God can get you through it. He can give you the strength, the courage, the wherewithal, the understanding, everything you need, the wisdom to get you through anything you're going through. You just got to touch base with him. I need God every single day of my life. And what he's done for me, man, off the chain. But guess what? He'll do the same thing for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The time has come. It has arrived. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, I and the proprietor, the engineer, the forethought, the ambiguator, the, how shall I say, the originator, the visionary startup company, Steve Harvey Morning Show. This idea was born and conceived in the year 2000, 23 years old now it is, number one adult contemporary music show in the world, urban I might add, urban, which is what I specialize in because I myself happen to be urban with a strong dosage of country. Little known fact about me, Hee Haw was one of my favorite TV shows. <laughs> well, I love them country. <laughs> Every Saturday night, I watch Hee Haw. I thought it was the best damn show ever invented, Hee Haw. Pretty doggone good. It was pretty good. <laughs> Hee Haw and Living Color, two of the greatest shows ever created. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. The legend that is nephew Tommy. Yeah. And Junior. Government name Kill Spates. Uh, Junior, what's on your mind this I t- morning? I tell you what, look, I can't take it. I can't do this. I've been married six months now. You know what they don't tell you when you get married up? How much mm-hmm. food you gonna lose? They don't tell you that part in the beginning. 
Uh-huh. Every time I get something, she got to be on the plate. She got to eat what I eat. Yeah. She got to have what I have. You had the same menu. You saw the same name I saw. I wanted chicken. You didn't. You wanted the salad. Now here your ass is on my plate. I can't do this for the rest of my life. You know how much weight I'm going to lose if she keep eating off the damn plate? You know how much food I'm going to lose over the rest of this man? I ain't got 30 years of losing food no more. I tell you what, you need to understand. How much do you want off the plate, Up? Uh? Is this fair or not, Up? Uh? How much does A. Marjorie eat off a Harvey plate? Do you understand how hard this is, bitch, up? So every time I order something, if I get a McDonald's bag, you're in my fries. What for? What for? The whole damn time? Not 30 years. It's not a lifetime of losing. I'm going to lose weight. I got sickle cell. I'm sick. I can't have. I need all mine. Protein wow. missing. Protein You got to order two of everything. No, everything. Everything time. All the time. You know what? I, I, I went to the bathroom, came back, half my Coke gone. For what? You going to drink half the Coke? I want out. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'll wow, myself. All this motivation, love, and marriage. I don't want none of that, Harvey. I want to sleep by myself. I can't do it. You ain't motivating me no more with none of this mess, Harvey. Love this woman. Care for this woman. This woman eating every damn thing I own. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, it's church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is Monday, so you know what that means. It is time for church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Mm hmm. Yeah. Where's the organ? No, no. No. There it is. Yeah. Uh, now, we're going to have to talk about fine him if he. I don't uh, thank you, Deacon, because I don't come out. Until Cicero goes to work. Yeah, we're going to find Cicero in a minute. Now, you know. Well, I don't know uh-huh. what Cicero was doing or why he was late with the organ, but we, we're not going to have this. Mm. We gather here in a most prolificous way. Yeah. We been pontificating. We have derived at the moment of education. Come on here now. We are oftentimes perplexed Perplexed. by the density Mm. and the level of continuity that's right that overlays in the population. (laughs) What did you say? Overlays. Uh Uh-huh. You heard him. That means there's something coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, over We leaning towards our deacon for pastoral posterity. Guide us through these complaints. Let him jump deep, Deputy. Come on now. Ah, uh, all right, Pastor. Now you need to get yourself together for this one. Now they say that your ancestry results are in. Uh, and it has definitely surprised the congregation that you are 60% Caucasian, 20% African-American, 10% Russian, and last, you are 10% uh, Aboriginal Australian. So they are, uh, the uh, the congregation wants an explanation. We thought you was black. Now they calling you a call, call Russia, call Russia ago. 
Carl Reschecker is what they call me. <laughs> Carl Reschecker. Well, uh, that's news to me. <laughs> what? Because I'm not doing well down at the bank. <laughs> if there's any or uh, percent of Caucasianness available, yeah, I would like to take it to my next visit to the credit union when I'm trying to get a building expansion loan. Yeah. Uh, and the only part of rushing is me is when I'm rushing to get in here to work. Oh, okay. Rushing to get down there for the sale go off. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah. Is and rushing to try to get to this doctor's appointment. The Australian part, is that where your lips and nose come from? That must be where that part is. I know I'm is Aborigines. <laughs> I know I'm is African. Uh-huh. I feel no kind of jointness to being Caucasian. Well, you're 60% white is what they say. That's not true. I am from Zimbabwe. <laughs> I have done the research. I've met the people. I've been now. <laughs> the whole tribe looked just like me. Okay. <laughs> well, so that's right. not true. You're going to have to redo your DNA results and don't bring us nothing else in here like that. We will redo your test, Pastor. We will redo it. You are no longer a Carl Russia ego until we figure it out. All right. Uh, here we go. I like Little- the ego part, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can relate to Carl Russia Eagle. Definitely can relate to that last. Uh, we got an issue here. Little Jimmy uh, One Leg got caught coming out of Sister Clara's minivan on Wednesday night by her uh, husband, Brother Curtis. Now, as you know, they call him Little Jimmy One Leg because he's blessed. Uh, let's just say they just call him Little Now. Brother Curtis slammed. His blessings in that minivan though five times is broken in three sections. What? And he wants you to uh, make Brother Curtis pay for the medical bill. Well, uh, I'm not sure that we're responsible for the medical bill. All of us can relate. We've all caught our blessing in the zipper as boys at least once. I know well, that threw me into next week. Uh, but a vein, though. A minivan, though, Pastor. Now, that's pretty rough. I might get it hung up in there one time, but I'm trying to figure out how uh, Lil Jimmy stood there and let him shut it three times on the Because <laughs> you got to press that button to come back slow. You just can't slam minivan, though. You got to press that button. Here come. Oh, Lord, here come again. Here come five. Four, three, two. I don't know why little one leg was standing there. You get yourself right, caught in the minivan, though, two times. something wrong with you. Um, Here's another situation we got. Sister Sierra is wanting to design the outfits for the praise dancers. Similar to what she wore to the Oscars. What? Sister Gertrude said, we're not going to have no dancing Jezebels in our church. But it's your mm-hmm. final decision that, uh, to make it a pastor if they uh, can do it. I, I, I kind of like that outfit, eh? I kind of myself, Deacon. We, I, was, I had already voted to ban the praise team because 
We was tying up the church. You got a lot of overweight people doing ballet moves they've never been able to do before. Uh-huh. You know, ballet should be restricted to ballet-sized peoples. Yeah. Or yeah. all you uh, full-figured women, as beautiful as you are, uh-huh. and much as the Lord love you. Careful. It is uh, should also have be the same love shared by the congregation. That's right. That's right. And I don't want to see another big girl spin and tear all the crosses off the uh, podium to knock dad. all the freeze-dried plants down off the offering table. <laughs> Coming up I'm next. against this praise dance team, so we're going to straighten out these outfits. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the stars of the Queen's Court dating show, that's Tamar Braxton and Evelyn Lozada, are now both engaged. Whoopi Goldberg issued an apology for using an offensive word. And Tyra Banks is done with Dancing with the Stars. But now it is time to ask the CLO. We'll talk about all those stories at the top of the hour. It's time now for our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey to answer your love questions. He's here in the building. Macy in Tacoma says, I'm 40 years old in a long distance relationship and he's married. His wife has called me several times and I told her to talk to her husband. I feel bad for her and want to open up and give her all of the information. Would it help or hurt her more? Mm. Well, how you think it's going to help her? <laughs> she already knows you. Yeah. She called you because she hurt. Mm-hmm. But what is you talking to her for? And I want you to understand something. You're not in a relationship. Right. What, what, Man, that, what would that be called, Steve? What would that be called? What? What would that be called if you're, you know, if you're seeing someone married that's married? What would it I be mean, called cheating? <laughs> but she <laughs> called it a relationship. I know it is well, called okay, cheating. Okay, right. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Y'all want a real honest answer? Yeah. Uh-uh. Come on. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's a true statement. It is a relationship. Okay. But it's a relationship that doesn't have a, a end all for you. Now, unless him and his wife are divorcing. See, you got a call from his wife. You ain't get a call from him talking about I'm leaving her. You ain't got a call from him. Hang on there. We going through some things. All the air marriage going through some things. So stop listening to people when they say we going through some things. All marriages is going through some things. If it ain't now, it will be soon. Everybody go through some things. You're not finna it's get called this growth. Call, You're not yeah. get this call. <laughs> but you're not. He not gonna call you talking about I'll be there Friday. Get my room ready. I need more closet space. You're not getting that call. Nah. So you you're in a relationship, but you have to think about what the relationship is for you. And I just don't see it as a win for you. Good luck though. All right. Good luck. All right. Eliza in Virginia Beach says, my family is coming for Easter and I plan to introduce them to my boyfriend who is black. My mother knows, but my father doesn't. My boyfriend is ready for action in case my father is rude. Should I tell my father before he comes to visit? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You need to tell your daddy. You know your daddy. What do you mean he ready for action? Well, Eliza... She's already talked about her family. 
because the mother know, but she has forewarned him about the father. Mm-hmm. My dad may not be understanding of this. And Eliza, you know, he on point. Because he going to slap the taste out of Jared's mouth if he get out of land. Okay. He already. But yeah, you should warn your father so the mother can start talking to the father. See, that's the only way to do it. When I've had some surprising news given to me about my kid, they always go to Marjorie with it first so Marjorie can kind of talk to me. Because what you don't want is my raw. <laughs> I don't have no. I don't do poker face with dudes. I just don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I w- if I were you, I would, I would have your mom talk to your dad. Get them together on the phone. Or FaceTime or something and talk to him. Yeah. Need to give him a heads up. Okay. All right, Eliza. Amelia. Got to get your little racist ass daddy ready. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia in Charlotte says, I'm the breadwinner in my marriage and I've scheduled some elective surgery, but my husband is counting my coins like I'm taking food out of the family's mouth. I want so badly to tell his broke Mm. behind to hush. And do I have to respect his opinion? Mm. That's the Mm. question. Well, it's a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a marriage. Uh, he's not making a contribution. He should so that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. She's going to buy this booty no matter what. Uh, yeah, she's going to get it. <laughs> and the re- let me explain something to you. And she wants to buy the booty. So she the booty can attract. So she don't care about his opinion. Because she'd have asked him. She's getting the elective surgery because that's what she's elected to do. Yeah. And then Hello. get the elective surgery, the bigger, the bigger booty, the more boobs. She getting the whole shot done. She going to attract a different man. And this man will probably be working. Hello. Mm. Mm. See? Okay. That'll benefit. Because in the letter, she says, I want to tell his broke behind. Yes, she See? did. Hush. That's what's standing out to y'all. I heard yeah. food out my mouth. That's what I heard. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean? That's what you're going through. That's all I'm going through. Julia, 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 Julia. Don't nobody care that your wife is on your plate. We all got that. Now, that could be new news and shocking to you. And I'm a wife. But it ain't I'm to us. Yeah. I'm a wife. I'm offended. All I see yeah. is yeah, yeah, whatever. You finna see it a whole lot. Get ready. Yes. All right, Shirley. Last one, Steve. Last one. Hope in Shreveport says, my husband and I have six kids and he wants one more. I'm 37 and since he can't carry a baby, I told him that it's a no for me. Our 20-year-old son has a three-year-old, so I've got my hands full. What kind of man wants a house full of kids? A man that ain't got to carry. Exactly. (laughs) You done gave him six kids, dog. This ain't this ain't 1980s TV. Eight is enough. A lot. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. moving around right mm-hmm. there, buddy. Y'all got another TV show called Six is Plenty. <laughs> Six is damn near too many. <laughs> but you know it's up to y'all. But if you don't want to carry the baby, you 30 how she said? She's the 37, Steve. Oh yeah, I'm through. I know good and hell well I'm through. That's a tough job, man. I, I, I commend you, ladies. Hats off. Mm-hmm. And she's taking care of her I don't even like carrying this extra stomach round I got. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know good and hell well you ain't finna put a life in it. That ain't what you finna do. <laughs> yeah, and she takes care of her grandson or grandchild, too. So. Now, that ain't fair. I got all these kids up in this 20-year-old need to do something now. Mm-hmm. You find yourself. Find, hey, 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 where her mom at? <laughs> yeah. There Where's you go. the other grandmother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as her husband, he can ask her about having kids. Yeah, that's what he wants. Right? You he know what stuff want I ask? Yeah. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not wrong in that. Mm-hmm. No, he ain't wrong for asking. Mm-hmm. But at 37, though, come on now. Yeah, and she's already had so many children. She don't want no more. If the woman don't want no more, dog, this this is women's church. This is Roe versus Wade, too. That's why it should be a woman's decision. Mm-hmm. It should be a woman's decision. Y'all, we Definitely. got this thing twisted. Mm. It's a woman's mm. decision, man. I got what he want, but he ain't finna do the work. Oh, he gonna be, he gonna make a small contribution. After that, he gonna sit his ass down. In the he couldn't make it through a first trimester. He couldn't. He pawed <laughs> his ass. Up. I bet you he don't weigh a lot either. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, it's the first day of spring. Happy spring, everyone. And love is in the air. Reality stars Evelyn Lozada and Tamar Braxton are getting married. Really? What? Okay. (laughs) Again, yes, they are. Evelyn and Tamar star in Will Packer's new celebrity dating show. It's called Queen's Court. The show is hosted by Holly Robinson-Pete and Rodney Pete. And Tamar Braxton, Evelyn Lozada, and singer Nivea are all looking for their king to love. Okay? The show just premiered on TV. We haven't even seen it yet. But it's wrapped up filming in real life. Okay? You know how they do that. They film ahead and then they... 
mm-hmm. make you Yeah, we got later. an idea about that. Got I got yeah, idea. I think you know. I think you know. I think you know. Uh, well, both Tamar and Evelyn ended the show Engaged Women. All right. Tamar is engaged to finalist Jeremy J.R. Robinson. And on the season finale of the show, he told Tamar, oh, I love this. This is so romantic. Quote, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your husband. I'm here forever because I don't see my life without you. Mm. And I love uh. you, Tamar. Mm. Is a spoiler alert? We, it ain't started yet and we already got the end we of know, it? We know. We know. We uh. know. Well, it was all over social media. All over social media. Yeah, but see, women gonna watch this show because they got... Yeah. See, it's a lot of women just trying to trying to learn the how-to. Uh-huh. We get to see their journey. Yeah, how they arrived at Tamar, Will You Marry Me? Huh. And Tamar said yes. Then Evelyn Lozada also found love and a fiancé on the show. Evelyn what? is engaged to her king. Yep, his name is... You Lebon get a husband. Lewis. You get a husband. You get a husband. <laughs> yeah, uh, Evelyn walked in a room with the, with a bunch of her family and friends to find a big marry me letters uh, in roses. Uh, mm. All of this. Roses were on the ground. Evelyn said yes. So we got to say best wishes to Tamar and Evelyn. So happy for that's, them. Congratulations. Yeah. And Will Packer. And Will mm-hmm. Packer. Yeah, yeah for a brand new show. Sounds like yeah. it's a hit it's already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they about to lose some weight, though. Know that. What are you talking <laughs> about, Junior? Yeah, I said the same thing. I want to be with you forever and lost 20 pounds. <laughs> Usually you gain 20 when you nah, first get married. No, nah, because nah, somebody <laughs> on my plate the whole time. <laughs> All right, moving on to other news. Whoopi Goldberg has now apologized for a term she used on The View, which offended people of Romani heritage. Uh, Last Wednesday, while Whoopi was discussing Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels, she said that people who still believe that he, meaning Trump, got, you know, gypped somehow in the election. Well, the word gypped, which is commonly used to mean someone getting cheated or deceived, is derived from a slur used against the Romani or the Roma people. Uh, Whoopi issued this apology in a Twitter video. She said, you know, when you're a certain age, you use words that you know from when you're a child. And um, you remember saying, that's what I did today, and I shouldn't have done that. So what she's saying is, you know, she heard this word when she was coming no, up. Absolutely. She used the word, it. Yes. We've all said that mm-hmm. word. The word yeah. is jip. Yep, yep. It's a very and common term. Yeah. I was gr- I, I, I never, ever in my entire life until just now, mm-hmm. this week, knew that it was found out it was offensive to Romanian people mm-hmm. who were referred to as gypsies. Yeah. I, I just, mm-hmm. that was not what it was for. Yeah. And well, so, I, you know, she apologized, which is the right thing to do, but it ought to be over with. Yeah. You know, it's over can with. We, it's all right, you know. Yeah. And, and, can we and get a book said. of, can we get a nah. book of what we can't say? No, nah, I don't even want to know. Mm. <laughs> You just gonna fire them off. You're yeah, just gonna... and then I want to go. I want to go just week by week. Yeah, it's gonna change. <laughs> but anyway, you're right, Steve. Whoopi did apologize. She said uh, she should have said cheated, and she's really, really sorry. Mm. Finally, Tyra Banks has announced that she will no longer be the co-host of Dancing with the Stars. Tyra told TMZ that the time has come to move on to other endeavors, mainly to focus on her businesses and her entrepreneurship. Uh, Tyra has hosted Dancing with the Stars since 2020. No word yet on her replacement. Mm. Wow. Well, um... Uh, do, do you leave jobs, huh? Do you just leave them? Well, just- she... 
Yeah, I mean, you know. You ran a course. She got yeah. money. Dance with yeah. Stars going to keep going. Yeah, it is. And Tyra's. See, doing the thing all about right. me, Junior, when I leave, you got to shut the show down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's different. Hey, hey, give me an example, big dog. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. It can still be a morning show, but it won't be Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I got another one for you. Yeah. What? Family Feud. Yeah. <laughs> It can still be family feud, but you're going to have to unplug all these wires in here. <laughs> but, Steve, you have a theory about putting your name on things, right? Why you That's do that? right. Oh. So when I leave, mm-hmm. you're going to at least tell all these signs and this set got to go. <laughs> My talk show name was Steve. After seven years, you want to get rid of it? Cool. You got to sell all this stuff. You ain't finna keep your chairs or none of it. Because I put Steve on every damn thing. Yeah. Everything no, I ain't has your yeah. name on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Celebrity Family Feud, you have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have it. Uh-huh, yeah. but what? You're not going to have this. <laughs> what about Judge Steve? Judge Steve, you can have a... You, your show just going to be called Judge. <laughs> See, judging what? <laughs> yeah. See, that's how I do it, man. Ain't yeah. Some fool. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's smart. Mm-hmm. My sitcom, Steve Harvey Show. Yeah. 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 You can get rid yeah. of me if you want to. What was it called when you left, huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, of the Steve Harvey Morning Just Show. nothing. <laughs> Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Donald Trump predicts he'll be arrested tomorrow. We'll tell you why right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, on Saturday, Donald Trump announced on social media that he expects to be arrested in connection with the investigation into a hush money scheme involving adult film actress Stormy Daniels and called on his supporters, called on his supporters to protest any such move. Trump referring to himself as the, quote, leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States, said he will be arrested on two. Tuesday of next week. Sources close to Trump told CNN that Trump believes that an indictment would help him politically. Any indictment of Trump, a former president who is running for re-election in 2024, would make history and quickly change the political conversation. But here he goes again, calling for a protest. We know what happened at the insurrection. He denies that he called for that. But come on, what are you doing? Oh, he put that order in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's doing it again. I don't really, I don't know if he's going to get arrested. I, I I have no faith in this judicial system. Yeah. I have none him. in it. <laughs> mm. Oh, they done sent a couple of them QAnon people off, but they ain't really, Donald Trump, he, they scared of him. Mm-hmm. He's already talking like he thinks this will help him. Yeah. If they yeah. arrest him. He, yeah. he can do, I've mm-hmm. never seen a population of people so afraid of someone. Yeah. But then, you know, it's indicative of what this country is. It's 354 million people here in this country, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got how many that's a voting age. And of the voting age, 70 million of them Mm -hmm. voted for Trump. Mm -hmm. Almost half the voting, more than, man, you got to be crazy. That's crazy, man. 
Yeah. That's crazy. So that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. And if mm. you he, vote he for Donald them. Trump, you don't yeah. care of his previous policies. Yeah. You don't care of the accusations. You don't care. And because he was president, he gave, and he was like that, he gave them freedom to be who they were, you know? Can I tell you really why he's president, why he became president? Yeah. Because the average American admires him mm-hmm. and would trade places with him in a heartbeat. They love him. The billionaire playboy persona, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the, the, the real estate mogul, mogul. persona. The, the big jet with your name on the side of it, owning all these golf courses. Man, please. Even with the, the crooked average, part? Trash bruh, talking. The crooked part. Mm-hmm. Bruh, the paying Stormy Daniels the off. The blondes, all mm-hmm. the chicks. Most, the average American would trade places with him in a heartbeat. They want to be him, all the power he had. That's why they can overlook everything he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens tomorrow. Well, coming up next, it is Roscoe. Roscoe Wallace is in the building. We'll talk to him right after this. Roscoe! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, Roscoe is here, ladies and gentlemen. You hear him. It don't take me long. I will, one thing I don't do, I'll wait on here to dust you. <laughs> I'll come on out. Bring him out. Bring him out. <laughs> everything. everything. What's going on, Shelly? Hey, Roscoe. Welcome back again. Everything. Everything. What, what's going on? What's going on, Junior? <laughs> Roscoe, my hero, boy. Ain't nothing bigger Tommy Tom, what happened with you, baby? Roscoe, you the man, man. <laughs> everything. I know it. I know it. I know it. Clear. <laughs> what's going on what's happening to you today I know I don't even have to ask you this while you're here today because I know you've heard about um, you know how we lost a, a blue eyed soul legend last week um, you know Bobby Caldwell yeah, Bobby Caldwell passed away oh it broke my heart heart yeah. got broke mm-hmm. broken heartbreak hotel yeah, yeah. Well, he wanted a good one too. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. Um, you know, he had the what great you song. won't do. There you go. <laughs> do for love. Mm-hmm. I tried everything, but you won't give up. Mm-hmm. In my world, a holy you. Make me do for love what I would, would not do. Roscoe, did you write that, Roscoe, too? Some folk wonder <laughs> what is wrong with me. He's in his own, Junior. I see Girl, I'm go. in the days <laughs> from your love, you see. I came back to let you know. <laughs> Got a thing for you, and I can't live. I said I can't live. I can't, I can't, you can't, we can't, can't nobody. I can't live, you know. Whoa. That dedicated man, Bobby Caldwell. Yeah. 
Man, I knew his great. grandfather. Oh, yeah. what, what was his Who name? Who was this? New ass. Huh? New. <laughs> new ass. New, new ass? Oh. New ass will. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. his, his great-grandfather was a philosopher. He just knew everything. So instead of he named the grandbaby Bobby Caldwell, we called him New Ass, like he knew as well. <laughs> like, like, whatever you said you knew, he knew that as well, too. <laughs> we called him New Ass for sure. Here come the old Lord. Here come New Ass. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby Caldwell went great with me. Yeah, what, what did that song mean to you? Uh, Everything, you know. Uh, what you want to do for love? You know, it's just, it was just a song that I wrote for a grandfather, you know, because mm. he was dating this girl and did you? And, and, you know, it was just, he was just going through it. He was white, and so he huh. was struggling. He didn't know how to, you know, ho, ho, what he was going through because he was white. He didn't know how to put it in words. And I told him, I said, you know, you tried everything. Uh-huh. You know, but you won't give up, you know. And oh. then just in your world, is only you. So why don't you tell her that? What oh. you do for love, I do for love what you wouldn't, I, you know, you just won't do it. Uh-huh. You What you do for love, you ain't going to do for nothing else. <laughs> this is true. For nothing else. Like, you know, police officer ask you to stop. You ain't got to stop. You can keep running. But if some, somebody you in love with tell you to stop, you got to pull over. <laughs> you, know, you see how you you see how I go to see him. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Uh-huh, she like she like a junior asked me to do something I might not want to do it, but right. then my wife asked me to do something. Hell, I got to do it because I do for love what uh-huh. I would not do. Mm-hmm. You got know, it. That's I done bought right houses, though. cars, rings. I do that for love. Right, right. <laughs> I ain't never bought junior car. <laughs> <laughs> rings, swimming pool. See how they work. Bought a hell of song. <laughs> and he definitely what you will won't be do. Come on. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> do for love. All right. Thank you, Roscoe. I'll Coming up next, everybody. the prank phone call from the nephew right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the title is My Peace and Happiness is Next Door. Hmm. We'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Tommy, what do you have for us today? What's on the uh, menu? We're going, we're going, we're going. You know, it's Monday. I got to be mm-hmm. uh, exceedingly ignorant. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, exceedingly. That's easy. Yeah. 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 That should be yeah. Exceedingly ignorant. Okay. Yeah. So um this right here, now don't y'all don't y'all don't y'all fall apart. Uber hearse. What is okay. this, man? What? <laughs> what? Okay. Do you want to go somewhere or do you not want to go somewhere? Uber <laughs> Not in a hearse if I'm alive. Hey, 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 hey. Look. Uber hearse. Okay? And we're gonna get you there. Alright? We're gonna get you there. Now. Oh. Let's go get the cat dog. Let's get it. Uber hearse. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Hey Sean, how you doing? This my name is Brian. Um I got you on schedule. Um you you ordered a Uber for tomorrow morning. Um I think yes, you're sir. Yep. Okay, you are you are you scheduled to go to the airport, correct? Absolutely, yeah. 
Okay. All right. And I want to make sure you you wanted an SUV. Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay, and that's ninety two, eleven West. Um, what is that? Holman. Ninety two eleven West correct. Holman Drive. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, seven p seven a.m. pickup. Correct. That's it. I got you. You got it. Everything's on point. Okay. All right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You uh, you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's going to be a little crazy. So, um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you, all right? I'd appreciate it. I can't okay. Miss flight. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different. So that's why I kind of the reason for the call. I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A hearse? Yeah, I, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning uh, at seven a.m. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought so, it's, it's an SUV or a hearse. No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is, is I, I have another drop off at the airport as well. You know, there's a. I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll, there'll be a body in the back. But that has to. We're, we're trying to get that to the airport too. But uh, a, you know, like I said, and, and a, as a matter of fact, it's a actually, body. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you, you f- with me, man? No, no, no. I, I ain't no, riding no. my body. Well, there's a. There, I mean, there'll be a body. But actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know, man. I mean, well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherfucker. What, 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 what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll be. I, it'll I, be I, a, I ain't ride with no motherfucking body. Hang on, man. Listen, you wanted an SUV. I'm not ride with no motherfucking body, dude. Are you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll, I'll get another Uber or some. Shit. I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's gonna cost you fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, my man. You got like you got like I just downloaded the motherfucking app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel over five dollars, I'm canceling, and that's gonna be five dollars. Not gonna be no fifty dollars, dude. It's gonna be fifty dollars, sir. It's different when you have. Look, my man, you can pay me a thousand dollars. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand you. I understand you now. But do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there next with the body, like in in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously. You used to driving around with bodies and shit. That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What What's the problem? I mean, you're gonna be in the front of the hearse. You're not gonna be in the back. We'll put While your the bodies in, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? Yo, my man, you tripping, man? This is a crazy. Shit. You calling the wrong my with this crazy bull, dude? I'm not doing none of that. What, what part of that don't you understand? I, I'm going to get you there on time, sir. But it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. Don't You'll be riding up. Riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me up. What kind of phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's, what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that shit. Since when it over, start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live motherfuckers to get them from place to place. This is some crazy Good. shit. I want you to think, when, when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street. 
I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I do Uber, you know, and I also, you know, work for a mortuary. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but my vehicle is is certified and, and Uber approved it, so I'm able to use it as an SUV as so, well. So you, you call them and you give them rides to live motherfuckers and they don't have no reaction, no reaction to riding around with a motherfucking body in the back. Well, you know, uh, sometimes there's a few people acting a little, you know, a little, it's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you, well, like, obviously, you, know, you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a fifty dollar motherfucking charge that I'm not, I'm not going for, and you're trying to get me to ride with a motherfucking dead body, dude. I'm not doing that. So I tell you what, bro. I'm gonna tell you this right here. I'm gonna get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at seven in the morning, me and Tommy gonna be there. So be looking for us here. Who's Tommy, the f***ing body? No, no. Me and Tommy going to be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You understand? Just be ready for that. Then you and Tommy going to have a f***ing problem. Okay, okay. All right, tell that to Tommy, though. Cause, see, Tommy don't Tommy don't take this too kindly. So tell it to him in the morning. Who's Tommy? Is he, he f***ing on right now? Okay. You don't know who Tommy is? No, I don't. Who the f*** is Tommy? Okay, do you know Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show? Do you know nephew Tommy? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a f- Oh, man. That's a f- <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, man. You're not coming in a hearse? No, man. Your boy, your, you got a boy named Chase that you work with. Chase gave me your number, told me to give you a call. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that, I'm going to put that in a hearse, man. <laughs> You got to go somewhere. You trying to tell me you ain't going to get in there? <laughs> What's the matter? I'm dead, yes. What's the matter? <laughs> hey, well, it's just it's a vehicle. It's just another vehicle. Just get I'll in. Pass. Just get in. Why, why do you do this, man? What no, thank you. Well, Junior, I got news for you. Yeah. April 1st, me and you, we rolling up in a hearse. <laughs> April Fool in Dallas. In Dallas. All right, April Fool's Comedy Jam, number six, baby. Starring Monique, hosted by yours, truly nephew Tommy. Also, rocking it out, Rodney Perry in the building. Dominique in the building. Kia, Junior Boy Space, rolling in with me in a hearse, in the building. Rolling up to Texas Trust. We going to roll up Texas Trust in the hearse. Get out the back. We balling, baby. We balling. <laughs> I can't okay. We're going to open up the back of the hearse. That's where we no. pull all our stuff out, all our bags, all, sure. our, all our, sure. our wardrobe. I'll tell you, I believe he'll do this for real. This is what's strange. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm just trying to tell you. April Fool's Comedy Jam number six. Uh, Monique, nephew Tommy, Rodney Perry, Dominique, Kia, Junior Boy Space, me and Junior rolling in. I, think the show, I don't know. A show probably at 8 o'clock. We're going to roll in at 6, 6.30 in the hearse. We're going to okay, pop bro. out. When we pop out, we pop out with the music blaring, just killing it, boy. We Not, almost, not killing it. Not killing it. Not killing it. But, but, but jamming. Ah. <laughs> uh.
believe you do it. Tickets on sale right now. <laughs> All right, nephew. Oh, jeez. Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, my peace and happiness is next door. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And uh, you know what? You never know. It could be yours. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my peace and happiness is next door. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 51 years old and I've been married nine years to a miserable man. He owns a bar and he's drinking half of his profits and then he comes home and drinks some more. I can't tolerate the mood swings and the sloppy intimacy with him, so I've been avoiding him for the past few months because I have found something better next door. There's a younger couple that moved next to us and they started out being very bothersome by always calling me to ask a lot of questions about the neighborhood. As a thank you, they invited me to dinner one night. We sat around and listened to music and had some drinks after we ate. They have a small dog and he was being frisky and started hunching my leg so the man next door said he wished he could do that. His wife said she would like to see him try it. But it wasn't in a mean-spirited way, so I was confused. He told me my legs look soft and he asked me if he could rub on them. I looked at his wife and she gave me a thumbs up like it was fine. So he rubbed them and his hand slipped up my thigh. His wife got on the other side of me and said my right leg was feeling left out. Needless to say, that was a good night. From then on, we've been my they've been my escape from everything that is troubling me in my marriage. I can have one or both of them whenever I go over for a visit. Since my husband works long hours, they are my peace and happiness. The three of us went to my husband's bar and my husband said we looked like a happy threesome. I think he might be aware of what we're up to, but he doesn't care. Since he and I haven't had sex lately. Do you think he has a side piece too? 
Well, it's funny you should ask because anything is possible. And he's doing all of that drinking for some reason. Either he's miserable at home and in the marriage or he feels guilty for cheating and he's trying to cover it up with the drinking. Something's going on. And uh, that's what you're feeling anyway, right? That he had something going on. But here's the thing. You need to stop acting like you don't care because of what you got going on. You care or you wouldn't have written us. And that's the problem. You're talking to us about your marital problems and not him. I mean, is there a time when he's not drunk or drinking so you guys can have a conversation? Do you even know if he wants to still be married to you? Do you guys communicate? Do you still want to be married to him? I mean, he's an alcoholic and you're having threesomes with the neighbor. Neighbors, uh, that's your answer right there. Your nine-year marriage is on life support. It's in major trouble and pretty much over. Uh, you and your husband have grown miles apart for whatever reason that you left out of the letter. So, what are you and him going to do about it? I mean, you have some choices here. You can move on and divorce, just divorce and move on, or, or you know, try and fix this. It's not a lot that's fixable in this marriage because of what both of you guys are doing, but you know, I, I mean, I always believe in hope. You can try, but it looks over to me. It looks over. You guys really need some help. Steve? The only question in this letter is do you think he has a side piece? <laughs> the rest of it is you don't care. You ain't got no problem. You okay. You There's nothing about trying to save the marriage in this letter. And you've stated at the subject, my peace and happiness is next door. And then at the end of the letter, does he have a side piece too? That's the only question here. So let me just address this letter from what all you seem to care about. You 51, been married nine years to a miserable man. Now you say he got a bar, he drank up half his profit, and then he come home and he drank some more. So your man is an alcoholic that owns a bar. Wow. Wow. This, this, this is, you can't win. First of all, if you're an alcoholic and you're trying to get, a, you know, get on the wagon, you got to stay away from the temptation. He worked, he owned the bar. He owned the bar. He round too much of it. He round people that drank all the time. He can smell it. He got no, and secondly, he ain't went to get no help. Now, Shirley says he's drinking for a reason. Maybe he's unhappy in his marriage. Whatever the case, I know up close alcoholics. Alcoholics, once they get hooked on that taste of alcohol, you can create all the reasons you want, but they'll use any reason to drink then. Once, once they, it's an addictive thing. If you keep drinking, it's addictive. If you're drinking to get high, it's addictive. If you use drugs to get high, it's addictive. He's addicted to alcohol. He's an alcoholic. Now, he got mood swings and sloppy intimacy, so you'd have been avoiding in the past few months. And because you'd have found something better next door. This young couple that moved in, used to call you and ask you all these questions, bothering you all the time. And finally... As a uh, as a uh, thank you, they invite you to dinner one night. Y'all sitting up listening to music, have some drinks. They got a little dog came over there and started humping your leg. Then the man next door said he wished he could do that. Then his wife said, I sure want to see you try it. 
but it wasn't in a mean spirit way, so I was confused. Then he said, your legs look soft. He asked me if I could rub them. I looked at his wife. She gave a thumbs up. She rubbed him. She got on the other side and said, the other thigh look. His hand slid up your leg and touched your thigh. She said, the other one look lonely, too. And now after that, it's only cracking. When I come back, the rest of it. All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up I'm talking to a minutes. woman who's listening with somebody's hand on her thigh. <laughs> 23 minutes after the hours when we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. She's married to what she says is a miserable man. He drinks all the time. He owns a bar. He drinks at the bar. He's drinking up all his profits. Then he come home and he drinks some more. Your man is an alcoholic. Then she tired of the mood swings and the sloppy intimacy. He all over the place. So now you sick of it and got on your nerves with it. A young couple moves in next door, calling you all the time, asking you different stuff about the neighborhood, kind of bothersome. So they, as a thank you for answering all their questions, invite you to dinner one night. 51-year-old lady go over to have dinner. She's sitting up there. After dinner, they listen to music and drinking. The dog, they little dog who is probably trained to do this, goes over and starts humping on her leg. The dog is the opening act. They have got this dog involved. They done trained this dog to hump legs. He get a treat. Now, because the dog is in on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is the conversation starter. Now, the dog over there, little dog humping your leg, and the husband on cue goes, I sure wish I could do that. And then the wife says, I, sh- I want to see you try it. But it wasn't in a mean-spirited way. So he asked, could he rub my leg because they look soft. The wife gave him a thumbs up. He rubbed my leg. His hand go up my thigh. She jumped on the other side and said, well, the other one feel lonely. She started rubbing your thigh, too. Wow. What a night. I looked at his wife. She gave the thumbs up. His wife got on the other side, said, your right leg was feeling left out. Needless to say, needless to say. I love when these letters just go needless to say. <laughs> needless to say what? It just happened. Needless to say, that was a good night. <laughs> from then on, they've been my escape from everything that is troubling me in my marriage. I can have one or both of them whenever I go over for a visit. Ooh. And since my husband worked long hours, they are my peace and happiness. Okay, now right here. So far, we don't have a problem. The only problem you was having was your husband was drinking and sloppy intimacy. You didn't fix that because you didn't find this young couple next door that don't do sloppy intimacy. Matter of fact, they do full-blown active intimacy. One, two, three, what you want, what you need? Come on over to the house. Flip it. Come on, my turn, your turn. Tag, I'm in, I'm out. You ain't that busy, but you involved the whole time. So now you ain't had this much action. You doing her, him, both of them doing you, him doing her, you. All you doing is got time to go downstairs and get some water. <laughs> so since your husband worked long hours, they are your peace and happiness. See, you've calm, you fixed your problem. 
the three of us went to my husband's bar. Oh, well, okay. Your husband said we look like a happy threesome. Now, guilt has set in on you, so you say, I think he might be aware of what we up to, but he don't care. Since he and I haven't had sex, lady, here's the only question. Do you think he has a side piece, too? Lady, what difference do it make? You don't want him. You avoiding him. (laughs) Your question in all this is, does he have a side piece, too? What did you write us for? We don't know. And you and if and we really don't care. Anything. You don't care about your husband. You need to try to get him some help with that drinking, but you ain't tried to do that. So your help is next door. So now you'd have found some peace and happiness next door and the type of intimacy you want. And you can go over there anytime you want to for a visit. You can have one, both of them, all of them. So you just over there getting it however you want. So now where we at? So now you done wrote us. For what? Because I don't care. I don't care about your marriage because you don't care about your marriage. At all. Your peace and happiness is next door. You said it. Wham. Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Hold. Where? Thank you, sir. Oh, here. Here I come. And then the damn dog involved in the whole thing. It just don't make no sense. So now you done set up in here. You got pulled into a threesome by a damn puppy. <laughs> you easy. If all it took was a damn dog, it's men everywhere now considering buying small dogs, teaching them how to hump for treats. Teaching them how to what, Steve? Hump for treats. <laughs> Wish I'd have knew this here. All the dinners and stuff I've been buying my whole all the damn money life. You've spent. Loan and helping putting kids through school, all this hell. All, all the concern you've been showing up. Making car notes and rent payments and he just needs gold platinum dog. programs, bronze program. All I had to do was buy a damn small dog. <laughs> well, wow. I don't know how you teach a dog how to hump, but hell, they'll do anything for a treat. Roll over, yeah. roll over, now hump. All right, listen, hit us up on Instagram, Steve Harvey FM, to comment on today's Strawberry Letter. You can always check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? I'll tell you what I got, Shirley. First off, April 1st, me and the nephew pulling up in a hearse. I found out today <laughs> that we going to Texas Trust Theater in a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique Roddy Perry, hosted by my my favorite play, my favorite cousin, nephew Tommy, and Monique, man, Texas trustee to get your tickets, man, to AXS.com. That's where you get them at, Tommy. That's in where the you get hearse, it. baby. And we're going to pull oh, up in why the y'all hearse. pulling up in the hearse? <laughs> That's oh, what Tommy told story. me. <laughs> you remember Tommy said that. <laughs> Tommy told me, Uncle, we pulling up at the hearse because of the prank. That's what we going to do the show with you, in a hearse. Okay, we'll do it. All right, man, your bracket is probably busted by now. Uncle, have you been watching, man? Tommy, you been watching, dog? <laughs> oh, your bracket over. busted. That's a wrap. Oh, man. Duke is out. That's for Duke is out. Princeton beat Missouri, and then Arkansas upset Kansas. Man, I can't believe all of this stuff, man. All this, the money we could have made, Tommy, if we just, we just would have picked them right. Didn't. It's gone. So, ain't nobody pick them right. Nobody. Ain't nobody picking. 
I'm telling you right now, man. If you would, you couldn't tell me that Arkansas would have beat Kansas, man. Kansas, they gone. You couldn't have told Kansas that. You, you couldn't have <laughs> told Kansas. Kansas didn't know. So, man, so, yeah, we got some more games coming up, man. Also, Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the Jets, dog. Hey, big dog, have you heard about this? Uncle? Have you been following this? Now, a little bit. I don't give a damn, but go ahead. <laughs> you don't care about Aaron Rodgers wanting to go to the Why not, Steve? Sleeping in the dark not, and all that, man. Yeah, what yeah. You knew you wasn't going to play for the Packers. You didn't have to go to no cave for no... <laughs> Four days of darkness, man. Cut your lights out at your house. Going in some damn cave and stuff. <laughs> Cut your lights out. Pull a blanket over your head. You can figure this out. Quiet in the house. Ain't nobody moving around. Dog, he said, you had to go to no cave for this information. What? <laughs> you were stupid. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, man. Here, here's the thing. No word on Lamar Jackson, man. We don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, I just think, man, it's, it's not having an agent hurting him. It's not him yeah. having an agent. Look, man, I don't want to say this because I love the brother. But in this case, I think he's leaving a little money on the table by not having an agent. Because mm -hmm. the quarterback is the highest paid position in all of football. And the 5% you give to the agent could be worth it in benefits and stuff that you can get. Because he don't know them contracts inside out. And you need somebody that can say some things to the opposition that you can't say to move the ball quicker. It can't That's be his auntie speaking for him, though. It can't or be him. Him. <laughs> or him. We're gonna we're gonna find out what happened. We're gonna keep it. We're keep a watch on the story. I'm just gonna let you know. But the game, right, Junior. The thank game. you. Coming up at the top of the hour, an angry housewife, Steve, sent a letter to her neighbors to let them know that her husband's mistress is on the loose. We'll talk about it right after this. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. An angry housewife in the very wealthy celebrity-studded Sherwood Country Club in Los Angeles sent a letter to all of her neighbors and club members warning them about a, quote, dangerous mistress that works there amongst their husbands. The unidentified housewife started her letter with, quote, to my horror, I recently found out my husband had been romantically involved with one of the tennis club employees. She gave the alleged mistress's first name and the first letter of her last name, then added that she's letting the community of respectable families and members know. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. No 
know about this homewrecker. She added that she has to see the mistress, who she called the, quote, whore of Wimbledon at the local pub. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Even though, yeah. <laughs> Even though she's trying to avoid her and keep her away from her children. She ended her letter to homeowners with, My husband and I are working this out privately, but I couldn't remain silent. So here's a question. Do you think the mistress messed with more than one husband at the tennis club? Hmm. Uh, First of all, the woman is lying. The wife? She's lying. The wife? We're working on this privately. No, you didn't. No, you're not. It's all publicly. You wrote a letter. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a lie that we're trying to work through this. No. No. It's not private. I don't know if she done messed with anybody else. She just wants to ruin this woman for 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 sleeping with her husband. Mm-hmm. This this well, it's not no warning. There might probably probably ain't no other men. It's her man. But she trying to drag her. Y'all better be careful. Now nah, you the one. Mm. Now your husband got sick of you. Whoa. He was looking upside <laughs> her head. <laughs> yeah, homie dragging everybody else into it. Ladies, y'all better be careful. The other ladies might not have the issues that your marriage have. Hmm. Huh. Or the husbands might be smart enough not to mess around over there. Mm-hmm. Yours what? Okay. <laughs> have you heard have you heard of Sherwood Country Club, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> so you know it be in there. Dog. <laughs> Is there some fine workers in there? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just wanting to <laughs> yeah, we just all of the major country clubs. Mm-hmm. The cart, the beverage cart that goes around, uh-huh. okay. gonna have a couple of little cuties on them. Mm-hmm. They don't have old ass women working <laughs> on the beverage cart <laughs> at high end country clubs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Now I've been to. Oh, I, I, I only I only play golf at high end places. Fortunately, I wish I had a high end golf. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah the only thing game. I got high end golf is a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And I'm not gonna get better at golf until I got more time to play it. If I could play four times a week, I could actually get better. But this this four times a year, it ain't really cutting it. <laughs> but Steve, you're so, you're sounding like you're mad at the wife. Though you're sounding like you're a little upset with the wife because she put this letter out. Well, we know what and not the whore of Wimbledon. Well, you know you you (laughs) you wanted to say that so bad (laughs) as many times as I can. (laughs) The woman might have been seeing your husband. Mm -hmm. If you and your husband trying to work it out, then y'all go on and work it out. You putting the woman on blast because you want her to hurt too. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest about why you wrote in. Yeah. And possibly want to cost her her position. I'm trying to keep my children away from her. I'm trying, yeah, all this here. But why you know, is that a problem? Why do you have a problem with that? <laughs> That's my question. Because she said we're trying to work through this privately. Mm-hmm. Once you tell that lie, see, once you go public, you open up yourself to public scrutiny. That's why all these people, if you go on, if you go on Instagram venting your life, then you open up yourself to everybody's opinion. If you want to work it out privately, then go ahead, but stay off social media. Once you go, once you come out here, you know who out here. 
<laughs> the whore of Wimbledon. <laughs> the whore of Wim- Wimbledon. I bet she's fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, it's been a minute since you introduced your brand new healthy product to elevate you, the green powder. So how's it going? What's happening? You know, I'm just going to say Elevate You is getting rave reviews. I was really moved by a video that a woman sent me mm-hmm. the other day talking about the product. She decided to try it, and after a week, she noticed a huge difference in her energy level, and she was able to do some things that she normally sit around, more sediment, you know, and everything, and how it's giving her the energy. And then she got emotional and just said, I wanted to thank you because I've tried some things and I just couldn't get it, but this is giving me the energy that I haven't had in a long time. And, you know, she said, as a woman, just becoming more regular was a great help to her digestion. And I hear that from a lot of women, that digestion is tough for a lot of women, as, as especially as they get older, but even throughout, I hear women talk about that all the time. People who get it enjoy the taste, People who get it enjoy mostly the results. Look, it's not a one-stop shop miracle. You drink this and pounds just gonna drop off. No, you still have to work out. You still gotta take walks. You know, you still gotta watch what you eat. It does give you energy and help with your uh, brain fog and it helps with your digestion. And that's what a lot of people are finding out about the new ElevateU.com. Go check it out right now. L apostrophe Evate. Elevate you. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather use a public toilet or wait three hours until you get home? Hmm. Three. Three. Five, six, eight. I wait. You guys are going to wait? I yeah. Wow, that's a shocker. I can wait three hours to sit down. I can't. If I have to urinate, we got to go now. Got to go. <laughs> I can do that anywhere, though. Yeah. I can yeah. do that anywhere. Yeah, but that sit down, I can get back to the house. <laughs> I got three hours of lock up on that. As <laughs> yeah. long as I'm sitting down. Now, I can't get them to be moving around. <laughs> <laughs> Too much shifting. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. But if I can sit down, I can lock up. <laughs> Ain't no problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for sharing, guys. Um, uh, would you rather play golf on a pristine golf course or would you rather play roulette at the casino? Mm. Oh, oh. Either one. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Man. Either one. I'd, I'd rather play golf on a pristine golf course. Yeah, because that's, yeah. that's rare. For me, anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, a, it's just more of a, it, it's, you know, look, I'm, I'm not going to win anyway, so, but at least <laughs> Man, I'm out in public. pretty to look at. <laughs> yeah, see. and yeah. then after that, I can take a shot and I can go to the casino, so, you know. Okay. Okay. all right. Shadow okay. Creek in Vegas is mm-hmm. big, big yeah. ideal. We got a caddy. We got everything. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather make a mistake on live TV or would you mm. rather your ex comes over for Easter? Come on, uh, go ahead, come go on. ahead, big come dog. On, uh, we, we don't even have to ask. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Miss Universe is <laughs> Carla Pharrell. 
and just sit there and have everybody looking at me. Who the hell is Carla for real? I'll be looking right back at him. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I made uh, this mistake before. <laughs> but so if you think no, I'm finna no. sit over and have my ex-wife come over here, you got to be out your damn mind. <laughs> uh, you know, all them Colombians can get pissed if they want to. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll do the same damn thing I did. Yeah, I've done that. Oh, I made some massive public mistakes. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Would you rather role play during sex or play a game of hide and go get it? Oh, Ooh, that hide and go get it just brings back so many memories. It does. God. Oh, that was the greatest part of childhood, that right there. Or yeah, what? I think I'm or going to hide and go get it. Because all these costumes, I don't want to put all this stuff on and I can't get out of it when it's time. <laughs> You put a Superman outfit on, it's hard to get out of there. Oh, so you've done that before <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah, I like All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up next, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for our last break of the day. It's been a great Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun day. Fun I'm gonna go day. to the. I'm gonna go to the tennis club. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I realized today. Oh, so you can you can find a whore of Wimbledon. <laughs> oh, you, that? <laughs> <laughs> you that stupid? Yeah, he, he is. Who this boy right here? <laughs> Did you? Have, is that a question, Steve? Are you serious right now? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me put this out there, Unc. This is something real serious, man. Hey, listen, anybody in Dallas, Texas, if you can get me and Junior a hearse uh-uh. to roll up to the show in. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Give us, you know, hit us up on, on steveharveyfm.com and, you know, any funeral home that ain't working that day. Hold up. Let me ask you, what, what, what time is the show? Uh, about 7.30, 8 o'clock. Seven, yeah. That's your question? Yeah. yeah okay. Not oh, why it hurts. No, no, I already know it's stupid. Get a hearse. Have you ever rolled up to one of your shows, Steve, in a hearse? Why would I do that? Exactly. <laughs> but you asked what time is the show. Well, that's easy to get a hearse. They ain't bearing nobody a dog. <laughs> you can get you a ever, hearse. You ever, been in, you ever been in a ragged-ass limo on, on your way to it? Hell yeah. <laughs> you been in... Yeah, Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Turned the corner real fast in it. Uh, the TV uh. fell out the slot. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, Juan, and Boomerang sitting in the car. Uh, the <laughs> and TV JT turned the corner around the corner. The TV just fell out the slot. It was on the side wall. So that nobody never watched. <laughs> Fell out the uh, slot. Wow. Uh, C-Tag uh, cuts in them. Hey, uh, wait a minute, Uncle. 
What's the craziest thing you ever been picked up? Who picked you up? Fuck, you couldn't believe you was getting in this car going to do a show. <laughs> I got in the car with a blonde one time in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh-huh. She picked me up in a car. Wow. She was the publicist for uh, Night Shift with Kevin Ferguson. She picked up all the comedians at the airport. She picked me up, man. I got in that white girl car. She took me straight to the Brown Derby for lunch and interview. Uh-huh. And while I was there, it was a, a black women's convention in town. Uh-oh. They was having their luncheon at the and Brown you Derby. There. You walked in with this white woman? <laughs> I get that. I, we we there first, and as black women started coming in, it was all black women. Boy, they was sitting. We was in the middle of the flow. Uh-huh. Boy, them women was looking upside my head so crazy, and I was saying, "God, hey dog, I couldn't hardly chew." What I, this was looking upside. Oh, this was about eighty-seven. Yeah. So man, the women was 89. The women was looking upside my head, man. I couldn't take it no more, man. I went to the bathroom. I said, man, I need a break. I was in the bathroom, man. I was sweating. I come out the bathroom, and the, the, the men's bathroom door was facing the ladies' bathroom door in this little corridor. And I saw two sisters come in, and I said, uh, hey, sisters, how y'all doing? Don't ask us how we doing. Don't you got something you need to be doing? So they walked on in the bathroom. So I stayed in the hallway. Uh-huh. Oh, man. You know, you got to remember this 88, 89, somewhere like that. Yeah. They came out the bathroom and said, sisters, hold on. Can I talk to y'all for a second? What you want to talk to us for? Ain't you got somebody to talk to? I said, hold on. Listen. <laughs> I said, my name's Steve Harvey. Now, I'd never been on TV, nothing, sir. I said, my name's Steve Harvey. I said, I'm performing tonight at, um, at Snickers Comedy Bar. I'm doing a TV show called Kevin Ferguson's Night Shift. I said, I just got off a plane. I say, the woman that I'm here having with is the publicist and picked me up at the airport and brought me here for an interview. I say, now y'all been looking upside my head like this a damn date. I say, this is not a date. I want y'all to know that. And could you please tell these black women in this room, stop looking upside my head. I'm going to give y'all tickets to the show. I got on the phone and called Kevin Ferguson from the restaurant. It was a Thursday night. He said, man, we we give away free tickets. How many you need? I said, man, how, I went to the I said, how many of y'all won't come to this show? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're a comedian, huh? I said, yeah. I, I said, I got 20 tickets. They said, because, boy, we was through with you. I said, I know. I saw y'all. <laughs> that night, all 20 of them came. They bought 24, actually, and they let them yeah. in, too. Them oh, sisters nice. sat up there and laughed, had a good time. Boy, mm-hmm. mm. They fixed it. You think Hell so? yeah, because they were looking upside my head. I was in the middle of that room. I ain't never been more uncomfortable. <laughs> she was blonde, blonde, too. I'm talking about God. This is stuff you learn the hard way. Oh, man. Man. man, them a sisters was like, women. they was just look, yeah. look at his black ass. <laughs> Every time you know, I look at them and nod, like, how y'all doing? They turn their head, roll their eyes. I said, uh-oh. You knew it. Uh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, at least you made it right. That's a good thing. I had to do mm. something, man, because I'm mm-hmm. sister said, you sitting up in here. And let me tell you something, man. I was the only black dude in that damn restaurant. <laughs> <sighs> you stood out. <laughs> See, if your life, one of these Boy. days, it will be a movie. <laughs> it's got to be. I'm gonna, I, 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 I want to do a docu-series. Okay. I want my life to be a docu-series. Mm-hmm. Probably like a one part, two part, maybe. On Netflix? 
Uh, I wanted to be a docu-series. That's really something that I've been working on. Uh-huh. I've been putting together some parts to it. Yeah, it's in uh, your life. It's crazy. And a news anchor fun. person called me to do a one-hour special with me. But when I told them the parts they didn't know, they said this is bigger than For all so, Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 